Welcome to the Growth Squad Podcast, a podcast for digital entrepreneurs. Every week, we will talk about sales, marketing, branding, and all the foundational tools and strategies to help you grow and scale your business. Whether you're a seasoned business owner or just starting out, this podcast is for you. We are your hosts, Michael and Jillian Leonard, college sweethearts, serial entrepreneurs, and business coaches extraordinaire. So I hope you're ready. Let's do this. What is up, everybody? Michael here, and welcome back to another Monday edition of the Growth Squad podcast. Recording this a little bit late today, so it's coming out because actually, uh, good news. I know a lot of people were wondering how Jill's hand's doing and everything like that. She actually got her stitches out this morning, and she can use her left hand once again, so all is well with the world. And so that's why we're recording this a little late, but super, super awesome that things are kind of getting back to normal. But today I wanted to talk about something uh, because we get asked a lot of marketing questions and um, I think marketing and branding a lot of the times get kind of muddled together. And so um, I just wanted to talk a little bit about marketing today. And then I know Jill's going to talk about branding uh, on a future episode, but really what marketing is, is it's attracting your ideal clients. So the people that you want, you know, onto your page, your website, whatever it may be, Instagram, and it's repelling people that you don't. And so that makes total sense for some people. It's, you know, obviously I want to be attracting my ideal client, but I want to talk about the two ways to market effectively. And so that number one way is obviously to be attracting the right kind of people to your page, but that doesn't mean that you can't go out there and then bring those people to your page. And so what do I mean? I kind of mean actively and passively. And so let's talk about passively because that's how most people think about marketing is attracting your ideal client to your page. Now, if you're a bigger brand, um, you know, a bigger name, it's obviously a lot easier to do that because people know who you are. You're well-established. You've kind of separated yourself from the pack, so to speak, Um, when it comes to people who maybe offer similar products or services as you, maybe are people that are in your type of niche. But if you're newer or maybe you're not as well-established, it can be really hard to um, kind of create that within the noise, if that makes sense. And so, so how do you do that? Really create uh, a brand or a page or things like that, that attract your ideal client. And so uh, I just kind of want to talk about a few of those things. And the number one thing is, is you have to have great content and I mean, amazing content. So um, a lot of people on Instagram will just put, for example, quotes, or um, something on Twitter. And so they're using viral type of content, which is great because that gets a lot of people and eyeballs onto your page, but that's not necessarily the type of eyeballs that you want. And so that kind of gets into the thing of like, well, you know, having 10,000 followers doesn't mean anything. And then people will argue, well, having 10,000 followers is great because then that means that you're getting more engagement. And so, you know, you can see the benefits and, uh, you know, things from both sides of the spectrum, but really what's going to establish you as an authority and bring people to your page who your ideal client is really great content and really great content that's geared towards what are their specific pain points. So what keeps them up and what are they running away from? And then the second thing, what are they running towards? So what are their desires or the transformation that they're looking for? And so if you can have amazing content like that, then I think that that really goes a long way to helping you kind of separate yourself from the pack. And so a lot of people then ask a follow-up question. They'll say, well, how do I create that amazing content? You know, how are you figuring out what to talk about? Well, um, you know, just from Jill and my 
business where we did you know about 200 free calls at the very beginning of our business and we set up a calendly link and what we would do is we would have people answer questions and so one of the questions was you know, hey, what is the biggest thing that you're struggling with right now in your business? And then what is the like ultimate goal for your business? So right there, basically, every single one of those 200 people told us what their pain point was, their number one pain point, and then they told us what their number one transformation they were looking for. And so a lot of the pain points that we got because we're, uh, you know, I'm sales and marketing and Jill's branding social media was, uh, I'm not getting enough engagement on my Instagram. Uh, people aren't commenting enough. Um, you know, I'm not getting a lot of DMs, things like that on the social media side. Branding was, I don't know how to create a cohesive brand. How do I create a brand that, uh, you know, has my missions and value and purpose and all of that, but also still conveys everything that I care about in my business. So how do I personally and professionally kind of mold those together to create a brand? So those were some of the branding things. Uh, from the marketing side, like how do I attract my ideal client? I'm attracting people I don't want. I can't attract the people that I do want. And then from a sales side, it was, you know, I can't sell. I don't have confidence to sell. I feel sleazy. What if I get objections? And so, but all of these things were things that we would then, uh, you know, keep track of. And so it was really easy then to be able to create content that people resonated with. And so maybe you're saying, oh, well, it doesn't make sense for me to do 200 calls and things like that. Totally. What you can do is you can start uh, writing content and seeing what's resonated with people or better yet, go back through your content and look at what got the best engagement, what got the most shares, what got the most saves, what got the most comments, especially uh, because if something resonates with people, they will take time to comment. You can ask past clients that you've had what their biggest struggle was, what their the biggest transformation they, was look, they were looking for was. You can go onto people's page who are like hero pages of yours. So, uh, you know, for us being like business consultant, brand strategists, business coaches, we could go look at pages like, um, you know, Boss Babe or um, Nick Pigeon or... Um, you know, people like that who are very well, like Dean Graziosi or things like that, and find people who have similar audiences that we would have, and then go through the comments and look at what people were resonating with when they were talking about some form of struggle or pain point or things like that. And so I think really the way that you do that is you do that through your content and you do that through what's called market research. So you just go out and you figure out what are people really struggling with, and then you just write about it to see then what is bringing your ideal client onto your page and resonating with them the most. And so your content is number one. Number two is you've got to have like a spot on profile, you know, a, um, a bio. And so your bio, you know, you need to have who you help, the pain point, the transformation. It needs to be very, very clear what you do, who you cater to and the services that you offer. And that's all mixed in with your bio. And, um, we can go into that. That can be a whole separate thing, but, um, then you want to make sure that your feed is aesthetically pleasing if it's Instagram. Uh, you know, if it's Facebook or LinkedIn, it's more informational, obviously. But I don't think that if you're using Instagram, you can ignore the aesthetics of Instagram because I've seen pages that have really great content. Like, I mean, their content is amazing. But then I look and I'm like, man, they don't get hardly any engagement. Like, why is this? This is like content that people could pay for it. It would be completely fine. But it's because when you look at their page, it's not aesthetically pleasing. It's not pleasing to the eye. And so people then don't even take the time to actually look through the content, read the captions, anything like that, because it's not what they're expecting when they go to an Instagram profile. And so you have to think about, and this was the way it was best described to me is take the content of your profile and take the aesthetics of your profile. And if people had to pay to go to your profile, would they pay 
So if you had to charge like a monthly membership, say it was like 10, 15, 20, $25 a month for people to get access to your Instagram profile, would they pay that? And if you can't immediately answer yes right away, then there's a gap in your marketing. So whether it's with your content, your aesthetics, your bio, your um, your color scheme, uh, you know your branding, whatever it may be, then there's a gap somewhere that you need to evaluate because you should be able to say unequivocally yes. If people had to all of a sudden tomorrow, you know Zuckerberg came out and said, hey, you know you can only follow people who you're willing to pay five dollars a month to view their profile. And how many people of your followers would stay on your profile? That's a really important question to ask because I think then that that gets you to be really, really honest with yourself about if you're giving the best content, the best value, if you're, you know, giving your Instagram business page the love that it deserves. So that's all passive type of stuff. But I don't believe that you get to that passive type until you've you've gotten bigger, you've established yourself more. But I really think the way that you can jumpstart your marketing and get yourself more clients right away, get that attraction more right away is to be able to go out and bring people to your page. And so how do you do that? Well, Instagram is an engaging platform. And so what I see a lot of people do is, and I know a lot of people use that field of dreams analogy. If you've ever seen that movie is like, they say throughout the movie, like build it and they will come. But like, you know, that you can't just build your Instagram page and expect people to just flock to your page. It doesn't happen. There's just so many different pages so many different businesses. There's probably at least 10 to 15 people that you know of that do the same thing or offer similar services to you. So you can't just expect to put up a post and then people will come flocking to it. Even if you use great hashtags, you can still get lost in the shuffle. And so I really do believe that you have to treat Instagram like in the community, like you would treat a relationship, like you would treat a friend. Uh, you wouldn't expect your friend or your you know, significant other to do all the work while you didn't do anything. And so you have to go out and engage with people who are in your niche, but also your ideal clients as well. And I do think it's important to engage with people who are in your niche because what happens a lot of times is when you engage with people in your niche, you're now tapping into their network of their ideal clients. Because if you comment and then somebody goes to comment on there who's their ideal client and yours as well, they just may not know who you are yet, they may see your comment it's really valuable. And that's a little tip. Don't just leave comments that say, oh yeah, way to go. Or, oh, I love this. Or yay to this. Or, you know, some generic, like take the time to actually read the caption. Yes, I know it's a long form caption probably, but take the time to read it and add a really valuable content because you're not just putting that valuable content on there for the person whose post it was. You're putting that on there for people that may go read through comments. Because how many times have you landed on someone's page you put a comment and you read at least one to five of those comments. I know I do pretty much every time. So if you leave a really valuable content, a uh, really valuable comment that, you know, maybe say help someone get like a small win or something like that, someone's going to land on that, read that. And they're going to be like, Oh, who is this? And then they're going to click to your page. And then chances are so much better that they'll actually engage with your content. But it all starts with you leaving a really valuable comment first. And so not just on your ideal client's page, but also on, uh, your, uh, people in your niches page. So you want to be doing that every single day. I know you hear a lot of people say, you know, do it 15 minutes before you post 15 minutes after. I just, I mean, it doesn't really matter what you do. I do think that you should be engaging on a daily basis with other people in the Instagram community. And 
I mean, the more you do, the more you're going to get out of it. It's like with anything. And so, you know, I'm, that's why I'm really big on time blocking. So I think that you should just time block that throughout your day. So if you want to do that, say, you know, 15 minutes in the morning and 15 minutes in the afternoon and 15 minutes at night, cool. It's kind of whatever works with your schedule, but I don't just think that you can just rely right away on passively putting up content and then people coming to you. I think that it's a great combination to have the passive. Yes. And then, because here's the thing, when you're doing the active, that gives you time to build up your passive content because you're going to be trying a bunch of different things. Some things that you do are going to work really well right off of the bat. You're going to put content up. People are going to resonate with it. It's going to be great. A lot of content you're going to put up isn't going to, and, and that's fine. I mean, Joe and I have, we were posting four times a day the first four or five months and, you know, one post would do really great. Two would be, eh, and one would be like, a stinker, you know, but you don't ever really know what's going to work until you try a bunch of things. But if you're just sitting back passively waiting for people to come to your page, it's going to be a long time before you start gaining that traction of your ideal client and then turning that into revenue. And so if you can just actively go out and start building a community, bringing them towards you, then what you're doing is you're now building that active community, bringing them to your profile while you're getting a chance to work on your content, figure out what works. And so then you're slowly building up your passive marketing as well. I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, I know it gets muddled kind of with marketing, you know, and figuring out, well, like, how do I attract my ideal client? And that's the question that that's like the million dollar question people get asked all the time is how do I attract my ideal client? And what I always tell people is, well, if you're worrying about attracting them so much, why don't you just go out and bring them to you? So take that advice today, go out, start finding your ideal client, bring them to your page and then show them the value that you have to offer. Hope that was helpful. You guys, again, such a great day today. Jill will be back on Wednesday talking about branding and social media. She'll have both hands, so that'll be amazing. If you guys have any questions at all, please feel free to DM us at Live Grit Grace. And if you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. We would love to hear what you thought about it, any questions that you have, because we're always happy to answer any questions.